right, Phil, take it away. Right on. Hi, everybody. My name is Phil. Uh, I'm a compulsive overeater from New York City, <laughs> and uh, I'm really honored to do this. I, I, I'm a school teacher, so what I do is I like to illustrate with a picture. Uh, I'm an art teacher, so allow me to share this uh, picture here with you. Um, there's the picture that pretty much shows what's going on here. So let's look at this, and da. Can you see this picture okay? Yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, this is me at my maximum weight over here. Uh, at my maximum weight, I'm about 313 pounds. Um, also, the, uh, there was a real big thing going around. I couldn't get belts. I mean, you know, I, I could go to the big and tall shop, but, you know, suspenders was more my thing. And just in general, I was just living a life of kind of bumming around and squalor. It was just not not the thing. I'm, I'm definitely down a uh, hundred pounds, but in, in the further days I'd, I'd gotten uh, all the way down to a point. I, I remember being at 153 pounds and desperately trying to get to 150 because I thought that that would get me, like once I get to that 150 down from 313, I, like, I will reach some magical thing. And what I ended up really just being at that point, I was more miserable than I had been in my whole life because I became like just enslaved to the the number. And then I realized that it was, it was, that was a whole different other disease going on there. I got pulled aside by my, um, by uh, a, a grand sponsor in another program, grabbed me and said, kid, you're looking gaunt. And I was just like, ah, oh, that's a good thing, right? And he's like, no, that's not a good thing. And I had to really talk with my sponsor and, uh, adjust my food plan and, and understand what I was doing. I was, I was trying, I, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted. And it's like, I had a whole thing where I wanted, uh, the, this, this stuff to fill me as my name is Phil. Uh, you know, I was always looking for something to stuff in there, whether it was food, alcohol, drugs, whatever, uh, relationships, things like that. And, um, what I really needed was is a relationship with a power greater than myself that I personally, I like to call God because it's easier than that. It's kind of simplifying it. It's more like a kind of a quantum mechanics kind of, you know, multi-universal thing all going on simultaneously. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with that because it encompasses a lot. And uh, I also think my spots used to always say for me to go out and talk to other people about their higher powers. And every time I found something that somebody had said to me that was, that I really dug, I just incorporated that. So I would take that and add it to that. So I remember um, talking to a person and they said um, that my higher power thinks I'm a good idea. And I'm like, huh, and that is definitely something I can get behind. Or another person said, my God is a God of love. And I was like, yeah, you know, my God doesn't want what's bad for me. And, and it's like, um, but why do I have this disease that's always trying to kill me? I always used to think, and it's just like, it's not for me to understand why I have this thing. This disease killed my mom at 50, you know, from doing this. And now here I stand before you at uh, 55 years old. And I'm like, I, I came into the program at, at um, 40. And uh, I was just, I was just, I had to just surrender and just understand that I, you know, when I started doing these things, I was at my first sponsor. My first sponsor was like a young guy, and I. But I wanted what he had. He was like this thin guy and stuff like that. I said I picked him because he's thin. And little did I know is that he was 
um, re recovering anorexic. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to catch a couple. All right, yeah, no. And uh, my sponsor was really quick to explain, you know, it's, it's, our disease is very similar because we always mess with food and we're always like a slave to our weight. And we're always like driving ourselves crazy over these things. And it was just like, all right. He always used to say breathe all the time. Stop, breathe. So let me stop here for a second and breathe. I let my higher power in there, you know, always surrender constantly, constantly. This is always a constant battle of surrendering. Now, um, in this span of time, I remember I was working this program really hard. I was always speaking at conventions or doing these things and just getting around to all these different things. Whenever I was asked to service, I'd always do it. And, you know, I had to let that go. I mean, not let that go, go, but by the time that I would do in it and I was like, I wanted the, all the cash and prizes, you know, because I was a cash and prize kind of guy. Like, if I'm not eating, darn it, what else you got for me? What Give me, give me. Remember that give me, give me thing that I'm always constantly trying to fill myself with all these things? Alas, I learned something very interesting. They said, um, first half of our life, we're constantly accumulating items, and the second half of our life is constantly trying to get rid of items. Um, and I was kind of noticing that, especially right when I, the time that I turned... 50 years old, when, when I turned 50 years old, I started noticing that um, even though I would eat according to my food plan, I started noticing that my weight would go a little bit up, a little bit up, a little bit up, and this was disconcerting to me. So um, I remember just being like, you know, just, I didn't like that. I didn't like, you know, it was not doing for me what I wanted. I wanted this. I, I was making demands upon my higher power as if my higher power was some sort of genie or Santa Claus to do my bidding. But alas, not so much. And then when I found out when all that was going on, I remember uh, seeing some film or something with a friend of mine and taking way too much of a certain food item that was on my on my food plan, but then I started noticing I was taking way too much of it. And I said, oh, well, I already went out. So if I went out, I better go all the way out. That was my plan because deep in my brain, despite doing all the things I'm doing, um, I was keeping scores, keeping this tally of all these different things that came out during the time that I was abstinent because I was like, all right, if I ever go out, I'm going to get that. If I ever go out, I'm going to get that. And that is the sign of really, truly sick thinking in my brain that I'm doing this thing. Like I'm... I'm enacting all these things with, with my deeds and my words, but in my, in my back of my brain, uh, like, a, like a computer virus, it is um, sitting there and it is constantly, you know, undermining me every turn, trying to figure out ways that I could get around or by the time I, I fell, then let me get into all these things. And I was going to get into all these things. And... I remember thinking I did not feel too smart that I was going to do this thing. I was going to go get this item or go get that item. And I was down to do it since I had already messed up. Might as well mess up all the way. Because you know what? I'll be back. I'll be back over the weekend. I'll, I'll just go out for the weekend. Uh, how many qualifications have you ever heard with a, a, a relapse qualification? The person was like, I was going to go out for the weekend and then didn't come back for years. And I was like, even despite knowing this and in my brain, even telling myself this, and I was like, but I will prove to be the exception to the rule. But just in case, let me call my sponsor. So I called my sponsor and I said, hey, um, 
I went out and you know what? I'm going to go all the way out. So I'm going to go get this item all the way downtown because, you know, that's how I do. Like if there's a certain thing that I want, I'm going to go get it. So I'm going to go get it right now. Bye. And hung up the phone. And um, I, uh, I'm i taking the train. So while I was taking the train, you know the train is underground. But for some odd reason, sometimes you're lucky in a certain station. You have reception. And my sponsor called in the middle of the train ride. And I picked up and I just said, uh, hey, uh, I'll call you when I get out. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, I see, I see the time there. Um, so I said, uh, I'll, call, I'll call you when I get out of the train. And uh, I called him and I was at a, a park. Let's see, let's see. Oh, there, hold on, wait a second, one second. There we go, sorry. Um, so I got out of the train and I, 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 instead of going to get this item, I, I sat in the park and and really just had a heart to heart with my sponsor because like they say, um, the food is always the last thing to go. What was I, you know, what's eating me? Not what I'm eating, what's eating me? So what was eating me? Um, I wasn't, you know, I wanted a relationship with a certain person. It didn't go the way I wanted because I was trying to impose my will. That's not, you know, did I write about this? Did I speak to my sponsor about this? No, 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 no. We're only as sick as our secrets. So my secrets were coming up to, to conk me on the head because, you know, all these things that I was hiding because I thought I could manage it better than my higher power, than my sponsor, than all the people that I know and trusted. I kept all these things from them because I wanted my will be done, not my higher power as well. So with knowing that, I was able to talk to my sponsor about that, pray about that and commit again, to recommit to my abstinence and say, you know what, I'm going to go get an abstinent meal and have that be the end of that and go back home. And it did. So I'd be able to do that day after day. You know, so far, I think it's been, um, I think uh, October uh, 25th, it is two years of that. But I tell you, you know, I thought I had all these years. I was like, yeah, I'm asking all these things. But you know what? It all just boils down to days and moments and meals. You know, just staying abstinent, one thing at a time, doing the thing, doing the, taking the next right action. You know, they're always like, Darren, take the next right action. They weren't just kidding about that. The, the reason that these things are said over and over again is because, yeah, they really work. This is serious stuff. Now, um, there is some other points that I wanted to, to say, some other things that I've been doing to stay abstinent. Um, yeah, uh, definitely uh, loving a lot of things that the, the other qualifiers were talking about because I, too, um, doing work with uh, sponsors getting pulled into work with intergroup and things like that is like things that I was like, ah, you know what, I'm just too busy for that. I'm, I'm just too, I, I'm tired. You know, how can I get all this stuff in? Yeah, you could, you could just say yes, get involved and do this. Ten because minutes to go, Phil. Thank you. To go. Thank you. And it, it's like, they say, if we don't give back, it's like we're stealing from OA. You know what I mean? Like OA has given so much to me in my life, like literally at 313 pounds, uh, sleep apnea, um, snoring super loud. Um, like when I used to sleep, like, you know, the, the skin from the inside of my mouth would go back and choke me, literally. And to go through these things and you know, OA has helped me so much, helped me 
be able to be sane enough to get into relationships, um, sane enough to be able to get out of relationships okay, and not, you know, act out slowly but surely, or if I need other programs to take a good recommendation and uh, go check those programs out and or do steps in those programs, just saying, just a plug for other stuff. But um, the main point is let me keep it to my singleness of purpose. Being able to be open to a nutritionist and to take the nutritionist advice. Do I all take the nutritionist advice? Sometimes I stray a little bit from that, but then I keep got a course correct, got a course correct. Um, what really helps me is um, doing step studies, um, taking sponsees through the steps, because how are you going to be able to take a sponsee through the steps and you're not doing the stuff? That's kind of hypocritical. And I really want to, I don't want to do that because when you're sitting there, uh, talking to a sponsee and you're hearing, I understand you're kind of crazy because that that's me too. I understand that. And to be able to talk about those things, it really, it really helps. Um, I stay away from a lot of my old, <laughs> like now I kind of live like a plant-based living thing, but believe me, I heard about, they were talking about that, uh, that, that addiction to fat, like, heck yeah. Um, I used to be chawing down meat like it was like addictive. You know, I'm not saying about the stuff that's in there or shot into these animals that make me addicted to it. Could be like these things, you know. But the main point is, for me personally, I have to stay away from it a day at a time. And I, I could do it. I'm, I'm living. People, but what about your protein? That's a whole nother issue. Um, you know, look into it um, for me. And by doing it, you know. I keep, I'm staying healthy. It's going good. I listen to my nutritionist. Supplements got to get involved in there. I got to do what I got to do. Um, it's all about doing the work and being open, being honest, and being willing to do this work. To listen to the advice of a sponsor. Because every time my sponsor is always like, you should do this thing. And when I don't do it, he's always like, how's that working for you? Oh, I hate when he says that. But you know what? Every time he says that, he's right. He's right. You should do this thing. I'm just saying you might want to do it. It worked for me. Sharing his experience, strength and hope, and always right every time. I, but, uh, you know, it's like I could avoid the pain by just doing the thing. But, of course, I'm hard-headed. I got to go through it myself. I got to give it a try myself, you know, because I won't be able to do this thing unless I do it myself. got to learn. Sometimes I got to learn the hard way. But, you know, they say that this program is built on the experience, on the animals of experience. So, you know, it's sometimes stuff we got to do. But I tell you, getting involved with that thing, working with sponsees, doing the step studies, um, speaking, like we're speaking now, speaking at hospitals, speaking wherever I'm asked to speak. You know, not like the old days where I felt like I was just like, oh, a superstar, because obviously I am far from. I am just very, very human so human uh but it's okay you know what now it gives you a, a thing of humility um because the program does this you know i don't know if your higher power is choosing to, you know I, I i don't think that my higher power is like out to get me or anything like that but the main point is i guess i'm out to get me i i mess with myself all the time and and, you know, I want to stray from these things. I want to do these things. But you know what? It keeps bringing me back. It keeps bringing me back.
And uh, let me let me share just one little thing. You know, I'm a, usually a big book kind of guy, you know, big book thumping guy. Five so. minutes, Bill. Five minutes. Oh well, perfect. All right, I'll say a little something here. Um, the thing that I like is when it gets to this part. This is uh, the end of uh, step seven here, and it says. Uh, you know when you keep on asking your higher power to remove these defects of character because I got so many defects of character that keep coming up, keep coming up, keep coming up. And um, let's see, it says uh, when you uh, ask your higher power to remove all these things, do you have admitted that are objectionable? It says God, but yeah. All right, um, can I take them away? Yes, and I say, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows, because I'm trying to help everybody else. Because I won't do it for myself, you know what I mean? Uh, grant me the strength as I go on from here to do your bidding. And doing that, and then after that it says, we need action. This is a program of action. I remember once telling my sponsor, I'm thinking about what I need to do. He said, is this a program of thinking or is it a program of action? We need action, because faith without works is dead. So we gotta get in these things, we gotta, you know, do these things. We got to do that work. Got to do those ten steps. Got to. And, and I heard so many things that were really like invigorating me. Like, have I sent that? I've been a little lazy. And once you start getting a little lazy, everything starts moving all the way over here. So, got to be on top of those situations at a day at a time, just working on it. You know, my recovery is like my main job. Yeah, I got a job. I'm a school teacher. I'm this. I'm that. But the main point is, ultimately, if I don't put my recovery first as my first job. You know, God, my higher power, is my employer, first off. If I just keep that in mind, trying to keep that higher power, that that enables me to be a good brother to my sisters and uh, it allows me to be a good teacher, allows me to be a good employee to the administration of my school. Um, it makes me a good sponsor to my sponsees, um, a good sponsee to my sponsor. Um, just all these different things. Everything seems to work better as long as I am open to do the thing, open to get involved, honest, open, willing. And also don't forget doing service. Don't forget giving to intergroup because we gotta keep the doors open for the next person. You know what they always say, you know, uh, clean house, you know, I got to clean my house a little bit, <laughs> clean house, help others and love God, your, your version of God, whatever you're working with, you know, whether it's, it's love, whether it's the universe or a multiplicity of universes, or just like a religious God, you know, whatever it is that works for you for today, things keep growing, keep, things keep changing, you know, and just be open to that. So I'll leave it at that. How am I doing on time? Two minutes left. Two minutes. All right. Um, lastly, but not leastly, I'll just say that I am grateful to you guys. I'm grateful for the opportunity. People keep asking me to get involved and people keep asking me to, hey, you want to do this service? I was like, because ultimately my uh, initial reaction is to always say no, 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 no. But uh, my sponsor always says, you know, like your, your reaction is always the first reaction. But then you have to stop and think, what would my higher power have of me? Um, same thing when I'm with anything. Um, or even in school, if I'm speaking to students, am I going to come out of my neck all sarcastic when kids say 
the darkest things. Um, am I going to react in a bad way or am I going to come from a place of love? And I always have to think God is love. I got to come from a place of love always, no matter what, or I mean, there are sometimes that I think of some zingers, but you don't understand that the zinger that you think of is so witty can devastate a person's life or making comments like you don't know. It's like, um, even talking to a person in a program, like, Oh, your hair looks nice. Like, don't, you don't don't compliment people on things you don't know how it might react to other people you don't know that it might send people into tailspins over these things you don't know what's going on i mean for me this is just what has been advised for me so i just have to keep the restraints of pen and tongue and just keep everything like you know let's keep it casual let's keep it to program let's keep it to doing the thing keep it to my primary purpose just for today for me all right i'll leave it at that um grateful for to my higher power and sponsors and grateful to you guys i'll leave it at that enough said enough said more power to people talking. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. We really appreciate your share. Thank